for as long as I can remember, I've been fascinated by people, by body language, and by the way that all of that stuff works. So today at queenbeing.com, I'm going to give you a whole bunch of little tips and tricks for reading faces and bodies so you can understand people better and so that you can be more aware of what you're conveying to people as you're going out in the world and meeting new people. Let's get started. My name is Angie Atkinson and on this channel I offer free daily video coaching to help you discover, understand, and overcome narcissistic abuse and toxic relationships. I like to call it toxic relationship rehab. Does that sound good to you? If so, hit that subscribe button and let's get going. All right, we're going to jump right in here. I'm going to just start giving you the business. Here we go. We express ourselves in a lot of ways in this world, but each and every one of us has one thing in common. Our faces flash hundreds of expressions every single day. And the good news is that if we learn to read those expressions, even the micro expressions, we can make our lives a lot easier. You might be an empath if you're somebody who watches my channel. So you may already know this, but just in case you don't, a large percentage of communication is unspoken. In fact, according to some sources, nonverbal communication accounts for anywhere between 55 and 93% of what you're saying. While exact numbers might vary, what everyone seems to agree on is that unspoken communication is even more important than what you're actually saying during any given interaction. And that includes facial expressions, your tone of voice, the movement of your body, the way that you carry yourself, your appearance, your eye contact, gestures that you make, and your posture. The fact of the matter is when we've been with a narcissist, chances are that we might have a little bit of an empath tendency. So we may have a natural ability to read body language, but after we've spent time with the narcissist, we sometimes doubt ourselves. So that's why today we're going to talk about specific types of body language that we can read. So verbal communication covers anywhere from seven to 35% of what you're talking about. Nonverbal communication covers up to 93% of what you're talking about. And that includes facial expressions, your tone of voice, the movement of your body, the way that you carry yourself, your appearance, your eye contact, gestures that you make and your posture, arms folded. When you see someone with their arms folded, they're displaying a very closed off body language. That suggests that they're not interested in what's being said or that they don't agree with it. So I'm sure you've seen that a lot with narcissists. Another one is foot direction. So the direction someone's foot points when they're standing or sitting can tell you what they're really interested in. So if their feet are pointed toward the door, it might mean that they're trying to, that they want to leave. If their feet are pointed toward another person in the room, it might be that they're interested in that person. The same often goes for the angle of their body. Here's another little tip for you, finger pointing to the temple. If someone is resting on their hand and their finger is pointed at their temple, this suggests that they're interested in what you have to say. Then there's mirroring. If you see two people whose body language mirrors each other, this suggests they have a rapport and they like each other. Then there's touching. When a man touches another man to pat him on the back or shoulder, it's often a sign of dominance, believe it or not. And it marks the initiator as the alpha. So you might notice that Sometimes a guy won't like it if a guy touches him on the shoulder or in certain ways because not because they're homophobic, but because they recognize that that guy has called himself out as the alpha. Interesting. If someone shrugs their shoulders, it means they don't know what you're talking about, hmm? or at least that they don't agree with what you're saying. If, if they, if they don't know, if they do know what you're talking about, if someone does this, makes an okay sign or a ring means that's correct. I believe what you're saying. Thumbs up means okay. Or it's an insult signal. If, if it's just, Hey, that's a good thing. But if it's, 
Jerked up sharply, insult. How about that? Let's talk about palm positions. If a person is doing this, it's a submissive palm position. If a person is doing this, it's a dominant palm position. If a person is doing this, it is aggressive. If a person is rubbing their hands together, that's a positive expectation. Ooh, that food looks so good or whatever. Ooh. If someone's biting their nails, it indicates insecurity. If someone puts their hand on their cheek, maybe they're lost in thought or maybe they're considering something. If your hand is on your cheek and your brow is furrowed, you might be in deep concentration. What about finger tapping? Drumming. That indicates that someone is tired or impatient while they're waiting. Touching the nose indicates that someone doesn't believe you or they're rejecting you or they're lying about something. Steepling the fingers, putting the fingers together like this, demonstrates that someone is or wants to be in control or authority. So this is one of the body language examples that a lot of people in authority, bosses, managers, CEOs, use to show that they are in control. Steepling. Oh, putting their head in their hands. That means someone is bored, upset, or ashamed. Or, and that means they don't want to show their face. Bored, upset, or ashamed. You ever see somebody lock their ankles? Well, if you see someone do that, that means that they are apprehensive or they are nervous about what's about to happen. If you see someone stroking their chin or their beard, it means they're deep in thought. It is often done unintentionally when trying to come up with a decision. Hmm. Ear pulling can mean that someone's trying to make a decision, but it, re but they're not clear. They're still indecisive about it. Head nodding means that they're agreeing with you. If they're bowing their head, then it's a submissive gesture that indicates that they are going to go along with your opinions. Lint picking is another one. I find this one fascinating. Picking up imaginary lint or stuff on your shirt or your clothing or your body is another one of the body language examples that kind of displaces the gesture. It, it's a displacement gesture, which means that someone uses it to show disapproval of the attitudes or opinions of other people around them. So this action makes someone look away from you or from the other person, whoever's doing this, while doing some irrelevant action. So say I'm talking to you, blah, 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 blah and you don't like what I'm saying, you might just look down at your shirt and start pulling lint. See what I mean? The seated version of the hands on the hips position when you put your hands behind your head is used to intimidate or give someone the show that you're so relaxed. It gives the person it's being used against a false sense of security before they might just kind of attack you. Lowered head. That indicates that someone is hiding something. When you lower your head while you're being complimented, you might be shy, you might be feeling ashamed, or you might be just a little timid. It could also mean that you're keeping your distance from the other person, showing disbelief, or just thinking to yourself. If we have a black jaw, as it's called, or if, if our mouth falls open, then that indicates that we have been surprised. Or if we flare our nostrils, that suggests hostility. If our eyelids are droopy, well, that might mean that we're tired or that we're sad. So if we look down, we might feel embarrassed. Or if we look away, we might be flirting. If we stare, we might be crazy. Just kidding. If we're staring at a person, there's usually a reason. It's usually considered aggressive. Standing up straight with your shoulders back, that posture shows that you're feeling confident and it's often accompanied by walking with brisk strides. A one-sided head tilt, huh? <laughs> indicates that you're listening with interest in what others are saying. If you're overly tilting your head, <laughs> it could indicate playfulness, sympathy, flirtation, 
something like that, especially when accompanied by a smile. However, depending on your eye, brow, or mouth gestures, a tilted head could mean that you are confused or maybe challenging someone. So you have to kind of read the whole face in that one, right? If you're looking down and away from the body, this can indicate guilt or shame. So to validate this, you can go right back to the discussion you were having and see if the body language is the same. If you're standing up with your hands on your hips, this can mean readiness, I'm ready to go, let's do this, or aggression. If you're shifting your weight from foot to foot, this could, or just moving your feet in a chair if you're sitting down, this could indicate that you're impatient or you're nervous or you're excited or scared or intimidated. If you're sitting with your legs crossed, kicking one foot, it can mean that you're bored. If you're sitting with your legs apart, you're relaxed. Rubbing your eyes means doubt or disbelief. Walking with your hands in your pocket and hunched shoulders means dejection. Hands clasped behind your back means angry, frustrated, apprehensive. If you're pinching your nose, eyes closed, that means that you're showing your disapproval about something. You have negatively evaluated whatever situation you're dealing with there. If you are patting your hair or playing with your hair, it means you're insecure or you lack self-confidence. If you quickly tilt your head, that shows interest. If you prolonged tilt your head, that shows boredom. Did you know that if you approach two people in a conversation and they turn towards you with their bodies but not with their feet, they don't really want you to be in the conversation. So that's a really good indicator that you should turn around and go the, the other direction. All right. Now, if you walk up to the same two people and they turn their feet toward you as well as their torsos, you're golden. Jump right in there. Seven facial expressions that are universal across humanity. Anger, contempt, disgust, fear, joy, sadness, and surprise. When someone's being genuine, their facial expressions are almost always the same on both sides of their face. So if someone's lying to you, they might be like this. So, you know, rah, 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 talking out the side of their mouth, right? Or they might half smile. And if, if someone only half smiles, it means they're not really feeling joy. In fact, six out of the seven main emotions, the core emotions that we talked about, are shown typically symmetrically on the face, as in they show on both sides of the face. So if, say, you're dealing with a narcissist or you're dealing with another difficult type of person or you just, anybody, and you give them a gift and they don't really like it but they pretend to like it, they might be like, oh, that's great, that's great, mm -hmm. <laughs> feel me? Another interesting fact is that we, when we flash those little telling expressions, they last less than 1 25th of a second. So they're kind of hard to catch sometimes if you're not watching. That's why they're called micro-expressions because sometimes, especially when we're trying to deceive someone, we very quickly mask them and that's why they last only 1 25th of a second. So while they are noticeable to the trained eye, they are easily hideable to most people. But if you watch for them, you can find out what somebody's really thinking or feeling without them even having to be honest with you. If you're dealing with someone who lies a lot, bing, here you go. Here's another thing that I thought you'd find interesting. It's the involuntary movements around your eyes. If you watch, they'll tell you whether somebody's really laughing or not laughing. So they'll have little lines where their eyes will kind of crinkle up when they're laughing like this. So in a genuine, sincere smile, you're gonna see the upturned corners of the lips and you're gonna see the eyes engaging with the smile as well in, in whatever way that works in that person's face. Of course, it's really, really easy for anybody to just fake a smile. But if you're going to get a real smile, you're going to see the eyes kind of crinkle up a little bit, you see? So 
that's another way that you can kind of watch for lying eyes, as it were. Also, on the same token with smiles, if you see somebody do a half smile, it means they're not really feeling whatever they're smiling about, unless that's just their regular smile. Some people really do smile just on one side of their face naturally. Okay, this brings me to the question of the day. And the question of the day is, what would you add to my list? What little body language tips do you have? And number two, did you learn anything new today from this video? Share your thoughts, share your experiences in the comments below, and let's get a good discussion going, all right? That's all I've got for you right now. Thanks so much for being a part of my day and a part of my life, and hey, Thanks for letting me be a part of yours. It really does mean a lot to me. I'll see you soon. It's my mission to teach others what I know to be true. You really can create the life you want. Take care of your body. Take care of your soul. Nurture the real you and introduce him or her to the world. Be comfortable in your own skin and in your place in this world. Take your spot. Take it now. And the universe will take its cue from you. You feel me? If so, subscribe to my channel. Let's get it done together.